This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. This is Margaret Ross reading Evolution. The corpses weigh nothing, nearly nothing. Even your breath is breeze enough to scatter them. We steamed them in Tupperware with a damp sponge, then we tweezed the stiff wings open. The wing colors would brush off if you touched them. Three thousand butterflies raised and gassed and shipped to Evolution, the store in New York rented by an artist hired to design a restaurant. He wanted to paper the walls with butterflies. Each came folded in its own translucent envelope. We tweezed them open, pinned them into rows on styrofoam flats we stacked in towers in the narrow hallway leading to the bathroom. Evolution called itself a natural history store. It sold preserved birds, lizards, scorpions in lucite, bobcat with the eyes dug out, and glass ones fitted, head turned. Also more affordable bits, like teeth and peacock feathers, by the register a dish of raccoon penis bones. This was on spring. The sidewalks swarmed with bare-armed people there to see the city. You could buy your own name in calligraphy or written on a grain of rice by someone at a folding table. Souvenir portraits of taxis and the Brooklyn Bridge lined up on blankets laid over the pavement. The artists we were pinning for had gotten famous being first to put a dead shark in a gallery. For several million dollars each, he sold what he described as happy pictures, which were rainbow dots assistants painted on white canvases. I remember actually thinking his art confronted death. That's how young I was. We were paid per butterfly. The way we sat, I saw the backs of the other pinners' heads more than their faces. One's braids the color of wine, one's puffy headphones, feather cut and slim neck rising from a scissored collar. That one bought a raccoon penis bone on lunch break. Mostly we didn't speak. Another life glimpsed in a detail mentioned, leaving or arriving. She lived with a carpenter who fixed her lunches. Come fall, I'd be in college. I smelled the corpses on my fingers when I took my smoke break, leaning against a warm brick wall facing the smooth, white, headless mannequins in thousand-dollar shift dresses. The deli next door advertised organic toast and raisins on the vine. Mornings, I tried to learn from eyeliner and shimmer on faces near mine on the train. Warm, fogged imprint on a metal pole where someone's grip evaporated. Everyone looking down when someone walked through, asking for help. At Evolution, talk radio played all day. A cool voice giving hourly updates on the bombing of another city, which it called the conflict. The pinner in headphones sometimes hummed or started a breathy lyric, Selfish girl. I watched my tweezers guide the poisonous, exquisite blue of morpho wings, their legs like jointed eyelashes. 
false eyes on the grayling wingtips to protect the true face. The monarch's wings, like fire, pouring through a lattice. About this poem. This poem is based on a job I had, pinning butterflies with a room full of other women in Soho. At the time, I thought more about the violence of the work than about the mercenary art it served, but writing helps me trace more insidious patterns. I wanted to understand aesthetic cowardice in relation to other willful failures of vision, like turning away from a stranger in need or using a euphemism for murder. Murder.